0: At 9 p.m. on a cold Manhattan Tuesday in February 1937, Charles Hurd left a nightclub and restaurant on East 54th Street. Several blocks later, he drove his car into the pillar of an elevated railway. Leaving the scene apparently unharmed, he would never be seen again. Did he meet a violent end? Did he end his own life? Was it just an extension of his accident? His life has barely left a trace, nonetheless haunting the memories of his son, just six at the time of his disappearance, and generations of others. If ghosts are the remains of human dreams, then, as Fitzgerald suggests, like Gatsby, we are all preyed upon by this foul dust floating in the wake of our hopes, our sorrows, and our short-winded elations. This is the true and untold story of Charles Gasm Heard, The Ghost Gatsby. Episode 6, Business or Pleasure. At the time of his disappearance, Charles was working for Dow's Estates, located in the heart of the New York City Financial District, where he managed the real estate and mortgage department. The business was at 15 William Street, just a short drive from his suite at Kenmore Hall, but at the tip of lower Manhattan and many, many blocks from the El Morocco on East 54th Street. Dow's Estates was right in line with what I've called the family business real estate investment. The money that financed Dow's Estates began with David Dow's senior, not the literal inspiration for Daniel Plainview, but that type of character, only instead of oil, Dow's was a grain man. He was also very instrumental in expanding the rail system into the western United States. In 1872, he was involved in the funding of the New York Elevator Railroad Company. Hmm, Elevator Rail in New York City, where I ever heard about that before? Mary Dowes and her husband Edward Kellogg Dunham Sr. started Dows Estates which was presided over by E.K. Dunham Jr. as a project to capture the beautify and eventually preserve the pristine real estate on Mount Desert Island off the coast of Maine. By 1929, the area was officially Acadia National Park. The company wrote mortgages for the Rockefellers and the Vanderbilts types who had vast land holdings and built spacious country estates on the island. Used as an escape for the old money families and a place that saw its share of scandals, this was the real estate business that Charles managed at the time of his disappearance in 1937. In 1947, half of Mount Desert Island burned to the ground. There is a large collection of the Dunham-Dows family papers, including letters, photographs, and business filings located at Smith College in Northampton, Massachusetts. However, very few of the surviving boxes are from the years around Charles' disappearance. Mary Dowes Dunham, despite her disability from childhood polio, was an intrepid traveler, chronicling her journeys in both photographs and letters. Edward K. Dunham, Sr., Mary's father-in-law, discovered the cholera red reaction, which brought him much praise from the medical community at the time. It's probably not a coincidence that the boxes from the 1936-1937 section are missing from the collection. They may have been taken by police during an investigation into the disappearance of Charles or they may have been discarded or destroyed by the family for other reasons. The only thread worth pulling here is that Charles was a known gambler, and likely indebted to the wrong people. It may explain the small check he cash the night he disappeared. You see, everyone would take a check, except the mob. Charles married Marie Louise Van Sant Schreiber in 1927, and other than the newspaper debutante announcements and that she attended Vassar and the wedding announcement, there isn't a lot to go on in the Marie direction. She was seeing a man during her separation from Charles named John Adam, who she subsequently married. John and Marie had a son named Bruce, who would be Charles' junior half-brother. This is where I happily turn to a person with some inside stories, Charles' granddaughter Amy. Next week, episode 7 Family Talk. The Ghost Gatsby is a SIFT podcast, a man with suitcase production, written and produced by myself with artwork by Jason Gamber and special thanks to the New York Public Library.